Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 36 of the IT Career Energizer, a weekly podcast where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants, and experts from around the world. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Jay Miller. Jay has been a system administrator for the military and in the private sector since 2008. He actively participates in several online communities, learning to develop in different languages such as JavaScript and Python. Jay's involvement in these communities led him to starting the Productivity in Tech podcast. So Jay, can I ask you to expand on that rather brief bio and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, my name is Jay Miller. I was a United States Marine. I was a system administrator in the Marine Corps for five years where I served in Southeast Asia. I got to travel all over Southeast Asia to Thailand, Hong Kong, Singapore, mainland Japan, so many other places. And I got to experience many different cultures and how they all worked with the IT space in that experience. Um, once I got out of the military, I jumped into the private sector, uh, where I am still employed to this day as a system administrator and SharePoint administrator. And I am actually actively seeking to make an active career change in the IT field as a developer, which you mentioned. And I have learned the best way to do that is to get plugged in with many online and in-person communities to expand your knowledge without you know, breaking the bank trying to go into uh, higher learning. It's interesting to hear that you're changing path in terms of your IT career. Is there a particular reason for doing that? Uh, I think the biggest reason is, you know, I've, I've traveled a lot. So uh, my wife gets mad at me at times because I'm always wanting to change things. Uh, I get bored really easily. And once I feel like I've, I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable with something, I have to pursue something greater. And for me, I've always been fascinated with making things, especially with scripting and automating and programming. So I said, hey, why not take this on as a full-time commitment? So you're exploring a new challenge. Absolutely. Can you share possibly a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience need to know and probably don't? So I'm going to go against the grain a little bit because a lot of people like to go for like width when it comes to their knowledge. Really, and I've learned this as an aspiring developer as well as a, an administrator, most times you're gonna have one thing that you're extremely good at. And I suggest that you find that thing and you make it yours. Master it and be the subject matter expert in that one field. Because many people are not sure what they wanna get into, so they try a bunch of different things and they feel like they have to know it all. But I've learned if you find that one thing that interests you, the second you find it, become the absolute like subject matter expert in that space and you will be surprised how many opportunities come to you. I think you're right. I think being an expert in a particular area certainly gives you that ability to promote yourself more effectively and, and progress your career more efficiently. 
Definitely. And, and if you even look at the, uh, the automation space now, I mean, a lot of artificial intelligence, they're not taking over the jobs of the specialists. They're taking over the jobs of the generalist. So if, if you know a limited amount of knowledge in a bunch of spaces, well, so does, you know, an AI. But if you can really go deep and dive deep into one specific space, you'll, you'll have a job for years to come. Can you tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? I would think my worst IT career moment would definitely be when I was building my online community. I was building a, the productivity and tech community and I let the community dictate what I wanted out of it. And, and I can kind of expand on that a little bit. Um, basically, in order to grow the community, we learn these, these ideas for marketing and, and how to make things better. And one of the big things is listen to your community, which I absolutely agree with. However, I was attracting the wrong people. I was attracting the wrong audience. So they were looking for something different than what I was providing. And instead of saying that and staying true to myself, I actually wound up changing the way that I, I, you know, hosted the podcast, the type of guests that I brought on, the content that I was delivering, and it made me absolutely miserable. Um, I even got to the point where I got physically ill, and that was that was painful. So, in terms of what you learned from that, what did you do? Um, well, I, I did probably one of the scariest things ever. Um, our community had about two thousand members in it, and I gave that community away and started over. And I made a promise to myself that I was going to have to do it, but I was going to set clear rules as to what I would and would not do. And kind of translating that into the IT space, there are always going to be opportunities that pop up, kind of like what I said earlier about staying true to yourself. If you jump on every single opportunity that's available to you, then yes, you might be seen as the go-getter, as the heavy hitter, as that person that you can always rely on. But what will happen is you'll wind up driving yourself to illness, depression, and, and maybe even burnout. And that'll shorten your IT career's lifespan drastically. Yeah, I think a lot of people go through periods where their career doesn't feel like it's going anywhere, and, and that can potentially happen. So yes, I, I quite understand what you're saying. Can you take us to your career highlight or greatest success and tell us about that? I think the career highlight um, that I had was um, either starting the community, either saying, you know, hey, this is exactly what I want to do, you know, transforming it and actually turning it into a profitable community for me. Um, but if we're talking about IT, I would definitely have to say the highlight of my career is being in Oshima Island, Japan, right after the giant tsunami hit them in uh, 2010, 2011. It's kind of hard to remember at this point. Um, but I had the opportunity to set up a network that helped bring uh, food, resources, and, and many other things, and as well as some cleanup efforts to a devastated island. I mean, these were people that were living off of a bowl of rice a day. And we were able to give them a little bit of their, their humanity back, a little bit of their, their life and their belongings back. But we were also able to help get them set up to where they would, you know, continue to thrive as, as a big fishing economy in that area. So, yeah, that must be very satisfying to know that your efforts make such a big difference to people's lives. 
Absolutely. And and I would definitely encourage people that if you're if you're doing a job that you don't get fulfilled from, um, look into that. I mean, look, really look at that, because I didn't know how fulfilling, you know, setting up networks and, and installing systems could be until you really got to see the true impact that it brought, especially to someone in such a, you know, a drastic uh, condition. So what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? I I think it's always changing. I think there's going to be new opportunities and and you can really define yourself in this space without having to compromise. As I've said, my life has been, you know, for a while it was a lot about compromise and now it's choosing not to compromise. But what I can see now is if you have that one thing that you really enjoy doing, that one thing that really gets you excited, you can work in a space that's centered around the technology of that thing. And even if it doesn't seem like it's a profitable you know, idea, well, in a couple of years, it might be the next big thing. I mean, look at you know the latest, you know, if you look at Uber or Lyft or that economy space, no one was thinking about disrupting the taxi industry, but now it's like the biggest thing ever. And with self-driving cars, with machine learning, all of these things coming up into the space, you can take something that you're fascinated about now and it could really be that next big thing. The The possibilities are endless. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I think there are so many, as you say, possibilities that we just don't know where technology is going to take us. So yes, I think opportunity will be there for everyone. We're going to go into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Well, I have to I have to explain the first time I ever messed with a computer. I was about five years old and I took apart my grandfather's computer when he wasn't paying attention. And over the next three years, he made me put that computer back together. And once I started to understand what each component did and how it operated, and of course he was more than willing to help me in that process, um, but it became a project. It became something I was fascinated with. And from there, it, it, it just spread. What is the best career advice you've ever received? If you think you know what you want to do, do that thing. Getting out of the military was a very tough decision for me. Um, I had just gotten married. Uh, the military has a lot of stability in it, but I knew that I wanted something different. And I, I was being asked to stay. I had uh, people in my unit, people at our command that, that knew of me, that knew of my experience, my deployment history, and, and said, you know, you would make a great career as a Marine. But that's not what I wanted. And when I finally sat down with my direct supervisor, he said, if that's not what you want, then get out now. Because 10 years ago, that had been him in that position. And someone told him, well, it's the best choice and it's safe and it's, it's the best thing to do. And he was still in it, even though I don't know if his heart was truly in it. If you were to begin your career again right now, what would you do? I would have probably gone to college instead of joining the military. Um, I actually did go to college. I dropped out. Uh, at the time, I was just immature. I think I would have told myself, <laughs> hey, let's not, let's not try to take calculus chemistry and like intro to computer engineering all in the same semester. Let's try to break those up and kind of make our course load a little bit easier. Uh, but I think I definitely would have finished school. And the only reason I say that, I am, I am definite, I'm a big proponent of 
you know, community-based learning, um, alternative education. I think that there are many great ways to get an education, but I have been, I have experienced firsthand the pitfalls of having to rely only on experience and not having that degree, that little piece of paper that says you're qualified to do that thing. What career objectives are you currently focusing on? Well, right now, like I said, I'm making that transition into the development space. So landing that first developer job is is a big deal for me. And the other thing is building my community. I've I've received so much from the communities that I've been a part of that I want to be able to give back to a community in the same way. And, and what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Uh, public speaking. You know, that's that's such a, a big deal. Uh, a lot of people in the tech space have a hard time conveying what they're trying to explain, especially to someone that's not as techy as they are. So when you're able to explain to not your boss, but maybe the CEO or an operations you know, manager or someone that doesn't sit around a computer all day and learn the lingo and the jargon, when you can explain it in words that they understand and you can give off a certain confidence and charisma, I've been told I've been hired alone based off of my confidence that I had in myself and my ability to explain things in a way that even the most layman's person could understand. Public speaking definitely is a fantastic skill to have. Um, As you say, particularly in IT where you need to explain concepts to people. And as you say, again, where people don't necessarily understand the ins and outs of an IT or technical discussion. So I totally agree. Public speaking is a great skill to have. So Jay, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? As I've mentioned this entire conversation, find that thing that you want to do. Say no to everything else other than your family, your beliefs, but say no to everything else from a career perspective. Find that thing and focus on it. Become obsessed with it. Have every single inkling of knowledge that you can grasp of it, but don't wait until you have all of that to start trying. You can always learn more. You will always learn more, but you have to get started. And I I know a lot of people are afraid to get started because they don't think they know enough. Trust me, you will learn it in due time and you will learn it faster than you expected. Go out there, put yourself out there and get ready to enjoy the rewards of doing so. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and potentially connect with you? So the best way to reach me is on Twitter. My, uh, my Twitter account is KJAY Miller, and I'm always free to talk no matter as long as I'm not sleeping. But I would definitely encourage you to check out productivityintech.com. You know, one of the things that I've been very, very confident about is my ability to encourage, excite, and energize people to do more, to be more of whatever it is they want to be in the tech space And we have a podcast there, the Productivity and Tech Podcast. It's been going on for two years now. And we also have a community that I would love for you to be a part of. So if you go to productivityintech.com slash join, then uh, you can look at becoming a member of that community. And if you reach out to me first, I even have a promo code I can give you to give you a little bit of a discount. Jay, thanks so much for joining me on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. 
Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed it. My thanks to Jay Miller for being this week's featured guest. You can find full show notes for the episode on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e36. Next week's episode will be the last of 2017, and I'll be looking back at the first eight months of the IT Career Energizer podcast. I'll also be letting you know a little bit about what to expect in 2018, so do join me then. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.